From NPR and WNYC, live from the Bell House in Brooklyn, New York, this is Ask Me Another. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, your host for this next hour of puzzles, word games, and trivia. Our VIP is a stand-up comedian who's written for Saturday Night Live, NBC's 30 Rock, and he currently has a reoccurring role on the Comedy Central show Broad City. Hannibal Burris will be joining us later in the show. And right now, let's give it up for our one-man house band, Mr. Jonathan Colton. Hello, everybody. Please welcome to the stage our first two contestants, Guy Matt and Danielle Sherman. Danielle, you work as a clerk at the Brooklyn Board of Elections. That's very interesting. But you also are interested in Burmese Zodiac. What is that? I found out that it existed because I was living in Southeast Asia. I had some friends who, you know, whatever. And um, (laughs) one thing led to another, as it often does. And um, With the Zodiac. Yeah, with the Zodiac. You can't get away from it. But um, no, I I was looking into it because apparently in the Burmese Zodiac, um, part of it is it depends on what day of the week you're born, like what animal you are, what creature you are. So you could be like an elephant or like something like a tiger. I'm like, I'm a guinea pig. I, I found out that I was a guinea pig, so I was like, oh, well, that fits me very well, so I, I became, I became a, a fan of What that. day of the week is that? Friday. Fri- so anyone born on a Friday... A, is a guinea pig. Is a guinea pig, yes. There's only seven possibilities uh, in Burmese Zodiac, yes, and, and one of them is guinea pig. Y- yeah. I, I lucked out. I lucked That's out. That's pretty good. I don't yeah. even want to know what the other ones are. <laughs> now, Guy, you work in IT and computers. I used to do that. Really? Where? Yeah, I, in New York. In what capacity? You want to talk about it in depth? It was well, back in a... I actually enjoy talking shop. Yeah, yeah, it was like back when I was doing like Windows XP pre-service pack 2. Um, <laughs> but you take night classes in chemistry and biology for fun? Yeah, for fun. I sort of started off doing that just sort of on a lark, and then uh, it just kept going along and moving <laughs> along, and now I'm taking a medical microbiology class over at Brooklyn College, Whee! learning about... Uh, <laughs> Methicillin-resistant Staph aureus and vancomycin-resistant Staph aureus and everything else. That's so you're a, a hobby biochemist. <laughs> I I when I, I'll I want to be a biochemist when I grow up. Oh, I know that is adorable. All right. <laughs> do you speak Italian? I don't. Okay, Danielle, do you speak Italian? Not that I know of. Perfect. Uh, This game is called Jingle All the Way, and what it has to do with is Jonathan is taking a side career in writing commercial jingles. You're working on Old Spice, I believe? Yeah, you're right. Working on Old Spice right now. Uh, The oldest spice you can buy. That's... (laughs) The working working phrase I have so far. I'm still working on it, though. <laughs> That's good. I like it. No, actually, in this game, uh, I'm going to ask you to complete the lyrics to some famous commercial jingles. The twist is that I'm going to sing them in Italian. Because I, I took Italian in college, so my accent is pretty, pretty great. A <laughs> couple of years. Two years. Two years. Two years of Italian in college, so don't worry. All of this is absolutely correct. Uh... Lucky for you, contestants, you don't have to answer in Italian. Oh, uh, just, just tell us the product, and if, if you'd like to sing, sing it as part of the jingle, I think that would be appropriate. The audience all agrees, so that's... <laughs> so we're going to give you an example right now. Voglio il mio bambino ritorno, bambino ritorno, bambino ritorno, bambino ritorno. So, puzzle guru Mary Tobler... 
What was that? What was that a jingle for? <laughs> Chili's baby back ribs. That's right. So ring in when you know the answer. The winner of this game will move on to our Ask Me One More final round at the end of the show. Pronto? See? Yep. That means, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That means ready. You got it. See? It's going to be, just use context clues. It'll be very easy. Here we go. Dami una pausa. Dami una pausa. Spezza mi un pezzo di questa cosa. Danielle. Uh, Kit Kat bar? That's right. <laughs> In Italian, it sounds like the Kit Kat Lounge, right? So <laughs> much cooler. Everything is much cooler in Italian. Such a classy lounge. Non voglio crescere, sono un bimbo da qui. Ho ricevuto un milione di giocatori da qui. Guy? Toys R Us? Yeah. Oh. As they would say in Italy, siamo giocatori. Which means we are toys. Okay, this is a cappella. That also is Italian. That means. <laughs> okay, here we go. Otto cento cinque otto otto due tre cento. Danielle. Uh, um, I actually have no idea. One eight hundred auto something. I don't know. <laughs> auto means eight. I'm going to tell you that much. <laughs> 1-800 car for kids? No? no. Just, just list all the 800 numbers you can I'm think gonna, of. I'm going to keep going. What is it? 1-800 mattress? I, I know. I'm afraid you've gotten it wrong several okay. times, Guy. <laughs> Do you want to take a guess? Empire? Yeah! <laughs> That's right. Empire carpet. Okay, here we go. Radopia la tua freschezza. Radopia la tua gioia Oh, nessun altra goma rinfresca la tua bocca come <laughs> Doppia menta, doppia menta, goma Doppia menta Nope Oh, for God's sake I like that you're now angry well, at now them now I'm mad <laughs> They are working together. The contestants. Well, I just asked me if I knew the answer. No, <laughs> no. I said, "Does dopia meta mean two times?" Does the audience know what it is? What is it? Uh, Double mint. Yeah. You will be relieved to hear this is your last clue. <laughs> non importa quel che succederà, la freschezza è meglio nella vita. Con questo si è pieni di vita Niente ti disturba Se fresco e disinvolto Con questo si è pieni di vita Fresco va meglio con questa freschezza Fresco va meglio con questo Si è pieni di vita this, Danielle, Yes, I do, I do know this You got this one, Danielle Thank you uh, Mentos? Mentos, si! Bravo! I've never gotten so much applause for doing so little. <laughs> now you know what it's like to work at this show. <laughs> Mary, what happened in that game? Because I have can't remember. I've already blocked what? it out. Yes. Yes. Can you believe it? I know. Every once in a while, it is 1-1. One, one. Oh, no. <laughs> We're going to have to go to a tiebreaker. Oh, dear God, no. <laughs> the phrase, Mamma Mia, that's a spicy meatball comes from a classic commercial that was actually for what an acid? Danielle. Um, Alka-Seltzer? Correct. 
Danielle's our winner. Well done, Danielle. You did it. You're going to be coming back at the end of our show for our Ask Me One More final round. Guess what? What? Our next contestant is on the line. Hello, you're on Ask Me Another. Hi, this is Kate Lure in Los Angeles, California. Hello, Kate. Hello. How is Los Angeles, California today? It is warm and sunny okay, got and it, delightful. Got it. <laughs> that sounds great. Now, Kate, we're going to play a game that I believe is perfect for you because it's called Animal Logic, and I've learned that you are someone who goes on vacation specifically so you can see different animals. It is true. So what is there that? is a chance to pet a monkey, I am going to take that chance. <laughs> Where were you most recently? Uh, most recently, we went to Maui and did a lot of snorkeling. And what, what animals did you see? Um, we spent some very zen time with a sea turtle. Like, the way they're portrayed in Finding Nemo is totally accurate. They, they talk just like that. And they're, they're super cool and just, like, all kinds of fish. Just, like, it's like sticking your face in a fish tank except, you know. Real life. The real. Okay, so, Kate, as you know, there are a lot of animals that are named after completely different animals. And it can be very confusing because it's not very logical. So in this game, you have to identify animals that have another animal's name in it. Don't worry. Puzzle guru Mary (laughs) Tobler here has an example for you. So, Kate, if we said, what mammal is at home on the beach or in the ocean and got its name from its gigantic nose, which resembles a trunk, you would answer the elephant seal. Ah, got it. Yeah, got it. Great. Yes. So all of your answers will have two animal names. And if you get enough questions right, Kate, you're going to win a prize. I cannot wait. (laughs) I I can tell in your voice. Every moment of my life has led to this. Really? Here we go. (laughs) I think mine too. I think mine too, Kate. Okay. Here we go. What primate is known for its long limbs rather than its ability to spin a web? Spider monkey. Yes. Have you ever pet a spider monkey? Um, yes, that is uh, in Costa Rica. I got to hold some spider monkeys, and they are super cute. They are super cute, but I'm taking still, not a uh, yeah, go ahead. Not a good pet to have, maybe. No, no, none of nothing exotic is a good pet to have, but they're good to pet if you have the chance. <laughs> okay, this is not a good pet to have, but good to pet if you have. Them. <laughs> This member of the pigeon family needs to come out of its shell. You might get a pair of them on the second day of Christmas. Turtle dove. Yes, exactly. This insect sounds like a bird that might wake you up, but it's more likely to scurry away when you turn on the kitchen light. A cockroach. Yes, exactly. There's a groan here in the crowd because people don't even like thinking of... They shouldn't be in the same game as cute animals that we like. This is your last question. You're doing really well. Yay! Its name suggests that it might mate with a cow, but this amphibian just makes the sound of a male bovine. Bullfrog! Bullfrog is correct! Kate, congratulations. We're going to send you an Ask Me Another Anagram t-shirt. Yay! 
If you listen to the show and find yourself screaming answers at the radio, why not pick up the phone and scream them into your phone? To be a phone contestant on Ask Me Another, just send us an email at askmeanother at npr.org. And coming up, comedian Hannibal Burris will try his hand at being a puzzle guru. We'll see how that goes. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and this is NPR's Ask Me Another. Hey, thanks for listening to Ask Me Another. Imagine you could call up a friend and say, Hey, do you want to meet me at a bar and tell me what's going on with the economy? Now imagine that's actually a super fun conversation. Now stop imagining and subscribe to the Planet Money podcast. Find Planet Money on iTunes along with all kinds of other great NPR podcasts. You're listening to Ask Me Another from NPR and WNYC. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and let's welcome our very important puzzler, Hannibal Burris. Hey! What's up? Hello, y'all. Thank you. What's up? Hey, Hannibal. What's up? So this is, uh, this is not your first time on public radio, right? No, I've been, I've been crushing public radio. I've <laughs> been on here a couple times. No, I've been on like twice. Twice? <laughs> Uh, what was what Two, was what was your last experience? What you did? Wait, wait. Recently? I did wait, wait. Don't tell me. How yeah. was it? It was cool. Yeah, you had a good time. Yeah, it was. I didn't. They were. It was parts where I didn't get the answer right, and then they would make me keep guessing. I was like, "That's fine. We can move along." <laughs> I got it they wrong. Like, Ask you can guess again. Like, no, I don't want to take it. <laughs> you were juggling a lot of projects. You're acting on television, in a film. Yeah. Uh, you do lots of voiceover work uh, yeah. and also stand-up. Would you ever just go, I'm just going to be an actor? No. No, that, that wouldn't be fun for me. No? Actors, you have to wait for people to give you work or you have to make <laughs> your own stuff. With stand-up, I could just say, man, I want to do stand-up in, in 30 minutes and I could go do stand-up. Or I could just say, I want to do stand-up in a few weeks in this city. But with acting, you can't just, you, it's harder to make movies out of nowhere. <laughs> I know you started stand-up in Chicago. Yes. And you, you did sort of, you know, the dream in the sense that you were in college and then you got caught the stand-up bug. Yeah. And went, no, I'm out of here. Well, sort of, because I spent the amount of time that you're supposed to spend in college without getting what you're supposed to get during that <laughs> amount of time. So a little bit of both. I just did. I did kind of lose focus with academics. So then you moved to New York. Did you move to New York with a plan of attack? I did not move to New York with a plan. The first time I moved to New York, I just popped up. My sister was living here in New York. I just popped up. She had her baby and her husband. I just popped up. Hey, what's up? I got $200 in dreams. Let's do this. (laughs) Let's do this. You... You help me in my dreams. Let's do it. I didn't even call up. I was so I was rude. I was very rude and just rude and focused, which is the worst. Rude, focused, self-absorbed, no self-awareness. A lot, a lot of bad traits I had at 23. And how did so? What happened? She let what you stay happened? there uh, for a little bit. Yeah, That's- yeah, but a little bit. And so then they kicked me out. 
Uh, and then I and then I still stayed in New York out of just pure stubbornness. Yeah. And I probably could have I probably could have moved back in with them if I humble if I was humble, but I I wasn't. So I was like, whatever. <laughs> this I'm staying on the street. <laughs> I'd rather stay on the street than apologize. What do you mean stay on the streets? Like well, not on the street, like on the subways and like Times Square, Starbucks. So you were you didn't have an apartment for a while. For a while, I didn't have an apartment at all <laughs> I stayed in hostels and I crashed with I, I slept with girls that I didn't really like just so I could crash out there I was hustling hard in 2006 just to be <laughs> in 2006 I was going hard see the, the greatest thing about what you just said is if any of those women are listening and hear that they'll think I helped him yeah <laughs> they did. That's how, that's they definitely did. They're very, they're very sweet women. I'm sorry. They're very sweet women. I'm sorry I used you, but help you. Thank you for helping me achieve my dreams. Uh, and you were working on a project currently uh, where you get to try all kinds of different jobs. Yes. Uh, that will be hopefully a television series. Yeah. What, what are, so what? The premise is that you just get to try things you've never done before? It's just me. The, the premise is just I've been doing stand-up since I was 19. I'm 31 now, and I really haven't had any real jobs for a long time. Outside of, you know, stuff in high school, I worked at Burger King or I did, like, some BS sales job. I got hooked into pyramid schemes a couple oh. times. <laughs> but, yeah, so the job is me because I've been doing stand-up so long, and I, you know, I don't have... I, I probably could develop skills, but I don't have them. And so it's just me doing other jobs. So I, I worked on a goat farm in Louisiana. Sure. I worked at a diner. I coached a kid's basketball team in Brooklyn. Oh, how was that? That was really, that was actually the least funny one because I, I like basketball a lot. So I was pumped up for the game. I had a Red Bull and some Adderall. And... <laughs> And I was crushing it, and I, I, we, we almost blew them out. And it, I play, uh, I go to a lot of basketball games, and I play basketball video games. So it was almost like, it was almost like live action video games. Like, hey, move, get, put your hands up in his face. And they would put it in. I was like, yeah, this is real life. This is like, this is like Avatar with seventh and eighth graders. All right, we're going to give you the job of puzzle guru. You're going to help guru. me run a game. All right. Uh, and we've asked what kinds of things you're into, and obviously you said you were a fan of sports. Yeah. And so we hope that you also like bad puns. Because this game is called Shaq to the Future. All right. And it's about Shaquille O'Neal, sort of. Uh, but let's meet our contestants. This is Janet Falk and Rebecca Rindler. And this is a little extra special because Rebecca and Janet are mother and daughter. Whoa! Excuse me, Ophira. Rebecca is the daughter. Yes. Okay, good. Thank you, Janet. Uh, you're here to, clearly to settle a score. <laughs> is this a competitive family, Janet? Absolutely. That, okay. Whoa! I love it. Janet looks like uh, either a teacher or a leader of a nonprofit, or, or both. Janet, what do you do for a living? I, I used to be a teacher. I was a college, I was a college professor of Spanish. Yeah. I have worked in a nonprofit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, currently, I have my own public relations practice. All right. 
Nice. Two out of three ain't bad. Yeah. All right. So here's our game. As you know, Shaq was not only an incredible NBA center, but a rap artist, a movie star, and the author of the autobiography, Shaq Talks Back. <laughs> And we've recently learned that Shaq has been finding his way even into even more hobbies and careers. He's what we call a Shaq of all trades. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and we're going to take a pause for the listeners to groan. <laughs> so it's just like that. In this game, every answer will be a terrible pun that has the word Shaq in it. Okay? So, for example, if we said Shaq has a great attention for detail and loves reviewing the accuracy of news articles as a what, you would say... Shaq checker. Shaq checker, exactly, Janet. <laughs> so Hannibal and I will be giving the clues. Hannibal, are you ready? Yes, I am ready. All right, and ring in when you know the answer, and the winner will move on to our Ask Me One or Final Round. After cutting down a Christmas tree befitting his size, he discovered a lifelong passion for chainsaws, flannel, and delicious pancakes as a... Rebecca. Lumbershack. Lumbershack is correct. He is kind of the closest thing America has to Paul Bunyan these days. (laughs) After the family dog passed away, he was able to return it to a nearly lifelike character though a little stuff because of his work as a... Rebecca. Shaxidermist? Yeah. Yeah. My mom just congratulated me. Oh, that's so nice. Because you know you're going to get her. (laughs) When one of his teammates asked him to pop his back... Shaq developed a reputation for his attention to misalignments of the spinal column as a... Rebecca. Cairo Shaqter? <laughs> you bet. Hey, I think we've been hacked. <laughs> <laughs> the, the worst thing is I can hear my voice going up at the end of each thing, which my mom has corrected me on for years. Oh. Stop raising your voice at the end of the sentence. Oh, because you're raising it up at yeah. the end like a question, and yeah. you say, don't do that. Up talk. It makes you sound indefinite. Oh. <laughs> All right. Although Shaq already has a nursing license, he went on to receive an advanced clinical education that allowed him to diagnose medical problems as a... Hmm, maybe a little hint? Give it a hint. It got Shaq in it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, neither of you know? Does anyone out there know? Yes! Nope, Uh-oh. I guess they don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's it's uh, Nurse Shaq Dictionary. Yes, I know. Although, I kind of like the idea of the television show Nurse Shacky. <laughs> Shack. anyway. Sadly, Shaq eventually turned to a life of crime. He would break into homes and open strong boxes and vaults, stealing people's valuables as a... Janet. A safe shacker. Exactly! Yeah! This game. Shaq went to Indonesia to visit a volcanic island between Sumatra and Java 
the site of an 1883 eruption thought to be the loudest event in modern history. He called it... Janet. Shakatoa. Shakatoa! Wow. Wow. <laughs> we got people chanting it's live here in the Bell House. Shaq became obsessed with the male star of High School Musical to the point of moosing his hair and trying to date Vanessa Hudgens. He called his new teen heartthrob persona Rebecca. Shaq Efron. Yeah! Yes! Yes. Janet's like, I have no idea who that is, right? That's exactly what I said. Yes. Did you know Shakatoa? No. Rebecca? Yeah, no, see? <laughs> it turns out, Rebecca, you are the winner of this round, and you will be moving on. The mother and daughter are hugging. Harmony in the house has been restored. That was, that was fun. That was amazing. Thank you so much, Hannibal. Give Thanks Hannibal a lot, yeah. We will see you later in the show for your own challenge. Don't get too comfortable. Hit the road, Shaq. Don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Shaq. And don't you come back no more. What'd you say? Hit the road, Shaq. Don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Shaq. And don't you come back no more. Oh woman, don't dream is so mean Meanest old woman that I've ever seen I guess if you say so I have to pack my things and go That's right, hit the road, Shaq Don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more Hit the road, Shaq Don't you come back no more Don't you come back no more Don't you come back no more Jonathan. Yes, Sophia. When I think of the ultimate rock and roll showman, yeah. I, of course, think of you. Obviously. And then second, Freddie Mercury. Second, second place, Freddie Mercury. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's very flattering. Thank yeah. you. Which brings me to our next game. We are the champions, and here are our next two contestants, Jessica Wise and Emily Skrezik. Jessica, Emily, you guys seem very friendly. Do you know each other? Yes, we became best friends when we were waiting in the contestants. Exactly. We just kind of met and it just clicked. So that's amazing. Actually, I loaned my family and friends to her. None of my family came. None of my friends came. My husband didn't come. So Jessica was very nice enough to loan me her family. And then oh. we find out when we were meeting to see who we're competing against that... We're mortal enemies now. <laughs> oh, that you didn't know you were competing against each other yes. till now. Oh, I love the way this comes together. <laughs> So in this game, I'm going to present you with a list of winners of a prestigious award, title, or event. All you have to do is ring in and tell me what they have all won. Puzzle guru Mary Tobler, how about an example? Sure. So if we said Candace Glover, David Cook, Taylor Hicks, and Carrie Underwood, that would be a list of winners of American Idol. Are you ready? Yes. Yes. Fiorello, Evita, Monty Python's Spamalot, Kinky Boots... Jessica. What is a Tony Award? Uh, two things. You don't have to answer in a formal <laughs> question. And K- 
Can you be a little more specific? Tony Award for? Best Musical. That's absolutely correct. The European Union, Nelson Mandela and F.W. de Klerk, Elie Wiesel, and Barack Obama. Jessica. Nobel Peace Prize. That's right. The whole European Union, that does not seem fair, by the way. It's, well, they share it. <laughs> they pass it around. They pass it around. It goes to one person for a couple of weeks, and then they send it on to somebody else. Nina Davaluri, Gretchen Carlson, Bess Meyerson, Vanessa Williams. Jessica. What is a Grammy Award? For Best Female Singer. Mm. Oh. No, do, 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 can I have a Grammy Award? No. Do I feel no. like... <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That is incorrect and also in the incorrect form for the game that you're on. Uh, Emily, do you, you want to steal it? Are they Miss America? That's right. Yeah. Miss America pageant winners. Kelly Monaco, Donny Osmond, Jennifer Grey, Amber Riley. Emily. Dancing with the Stars. You got it. Yes. That is so sad that I know that. So sad. Occupy, Bailout, Truthiness, Metrosexual. What is Jessica. the word of the year? Word of the year is correct. <laughs> You, did again. you don't even know Just you're doing it. Just keep going with it this point. Just keep going with it. <laughs> okay. Madeline's Rescue, The Polar Express, Make Way for Ducklings, Where the Wild Things Are. What Jessica. Is it, Newberry Award? No, it's not the Newberry Award. Emily? What is the Caldecott? Caldecott, oh. that's right. She's the librarian she's, coming out. She's a librarian, not here. I, I hope that everyone caught that, that when Jessica answered Newbury, Emily went close yeah. and then answered nice left. Nice try. <laughs> yeah, I, understand, I, I understand why you might think that's the answer, but that's not the answer. It's a common mistake. Let me just clear this up for everybody. <laughs> Ding. All right, this is your last question. Or I should say, what is your last question? <laughs> Bernardo Bertolucci, Sam Mendes, Ethan and Joel Cohen, Alfonso Cuaron. Emily. Oscar for Best Director. Yes. That's right. Well done. (laughs) All right, Mary, how did our contestants do? That was a very close game, but Emily takes this round. Congratulations. Emily, congratulations. You are going to be moving on to our Ask Me One More final round at the end of the show. (laughs) Coming up, we're going to play a game with our VIP comedian Hannibal Burris, so stay tuned. This is NPR's Ask Me Another. Welcome back to Ask Me Another, NPR and WNYC's hour of trivia, puzzles, and word games. Let's say hello to Esther Bloom and Tony Ford. 
This next game is called Fruity Films, I'm warning you now, uh, which Jonathan Colton will tell you about in a minute. But first, keeping with the Merriam-Webster definition of fruity as something strange or crazy, what's one strange or crazy fact about you that you would like everyone to know? Tony? Um, I mean, I I grew up on Long Island, so at one point I was... As you do, I was in an emo band at the same time I was in Model UN, ladies. Uh, <laughs> it was a wonderful pickup line, as you, might, as you might guess. What was the name of your emo band? Uh, uh, Odds Against, and two of them are actually here. Oh, nice! <laughs> we were terrible, Odds, we were terrible. Odds Against, that is super emo. Odds Against us. Uh, Esther, how about you? Well, I've been writing this book that's a contemporary retelling of the Canterbury Tales. Yeah! Yeah. And what in the, retelling in what sense? Retelling is in Chaucer is a 40-year-old lady who takes a train trip across the country and everyone she meets is actually a character from the Canterbury Tales but reimagined so half of them are gay or they're multicultural or whatever and they all tell her stories that impacts what she decides to then do with her life. Nice. Right. How about you, Jonathan? How about one strange, crazy fact about you for our listeners? Uh, A weird fact about me is that I am writing the exact same book that Esther is. (laughs) We should talk! But No, I'm mostly done. I'm about to publish it, so... (laughs) Sorry. I hope you haven't spent a lot of time working on it. Yeah, but you haven't heard the title. I I don't have the title. What's your title? The Sex Lives of Other People. Oh, yeah. No, that was going to be my title as well. (laughs) No, it's not. Well, in this game, all of the answers are movies that have a kind of fruit... In their titles. So, puzzle guru Mary Tobler, how about an example? My pleasure. If we said what Stanley Kubrick film featured Malcolm McDowell practicing a little ultraviolence, you would answer a clockwork orange. orange. Yes, exactly. That's right, because a clock is a type of fruit. There you go. It's confusing. I shouldn't have said that. (laughs) Ring in when you know the movie, and the winner of this game will move on to our Ask Me One More final round at the end of the show. Here we go. In what movie does Drew Barrymore suffer from short-term memory loss, allowing Adam Sandler to make a first impression over and over again? Tony. Uh, Fifty First Dates. Exactly. I wish that movie was about them eating, uh, eating that fruit for the dates. first time. <laughs> Just eating Fifty dates. of them. <laughs> you never forget your first 50 dates. Ugh. I'm sure you don't. I'm sure you don't. Long before The Wolf of Wall Street, Leonardo DiCaprio received his first Oscar nomination as Johnny Depp's mentally disabled brother in this 1993 film. Esther. What's eating Gilbert Grape? You got it. Directed by the pop star Prince, this 1986 film soundtrack included both the title song to the movie and the iconic song, Kiss. Orange is not the only fruit. Esther made up a movie. Yes. (laughs) It would be a great movie. That would be a great movie. It's a deep title, man. Yeah. (laughs) Tony? I I, I have nothing. Are you a Prince fan? Huh? Um, What is wrong with you? (laughs) Anyone out there? Okay, Purple Rain is very incorrect. Under the Cherry Moon is correct. Yeah, it was the one after Purple Rain, just as we were starting to discover that Prince doesn't always make sense. (laughs) (laughs) This Woody Allen film with a one-word title was set in the fictitious country of San Marcos. Bananas. Bananas, you got it. 
High school senior Colin Hanks needs his brother Jack Black to get him into Stanford University in this 2002 comedy. Tony. Uh, Orange County. Exactly. This is your last clue. What Seth Rogen film gets its title from a strain of marijuana featured in the movie? Esther. Pineapple Express. Yeah, you knew that one. How did our contestants do, Mary? They did wonderfully. Congratulations, Esther. You're the winner of this round. Well done, Esther. We will see you at our final round at the end of the show. Please welcome back our very important puzzler, Hannibal Burris. Yes. Yeah. Hannibal, you'll be playing with a member from our audience. Please welcome Brent Yeah, Mitch. man, you guys do this, dog. Hey, handshake, man. We're working together. <laughs> Listeners, me and him, we just shook hands. Yep. For the first time ever. You got to well, let everybody I- else in, you know. Hannibal, Brent, Brent Hannibal. Glad you have met. Uh, Brent is a fifth grade school teacher that works with special needs children, and he is the number one person his friends want to take to karaoke. Why is that, Brent? Um, I have uh, the tendency to jump on couches, point to different people, serenade them, and things of that sort. Unfortunately, my voice is awful. So, uh, unfortunately. Eh, um, well. What's your what's your top song? Your go to where you like, man? I've been, I've been bombing for six songs straight. <laughs> I need something to get me out of this funk. I'm gonna hit this Benny and the Jets real quick. <laughs> what's your song? What is your Benny and the Jets? You know what? I got two. Yeah, I got two. First off, I could nail the Jay Z part of Empire State of Mind. All right, and. Sugar Hill Gang's Rapper's Delight. All right. I mean, when you hip hop, hippie to the hippie, the hip hip, a hoppy, you don't stop, rocket to the bang bang, boogie to up jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie to B. Now, what you Hannibal, it's not a test. I'm a rapping to the beat. It's just me and my friends and NPR, we're going to try to move your feet. <laughs> yeah, man. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Hannibal, do you, do you, Hannibal, do you have a response to that? No, I don't, my response is that, yeah, that's the part everybody knows. But then, <laughs> but then that song, that song trails heavily at the end. Well, once we get into the uh, barbecue part, when the chicken ain't just ain't no good, yeah, I understand. <laughs> yeah, see, the energy lags. <laughs> everybody can hip him happy, but what? <laughs> Hannibal, you've performed uh, gibberish rap. Yeah. My friend had me hosting his mixtape. My friend Tony Trim had a mixtape called Charcuteries and Champagne. <laughs> and, but then his beat came on, and I just started rapping over it. And then I listened back. I was like, this sounds catchy. And, 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 and so I just started adding stuff to it. And then I wanted to perform it, but I was scared to perform it with just me on stage. So now whenever I perform it, I have between three to six ballerinas with me. <laughs> and also costume characters. I used to have costume characters. Like I would have Alvin from Alvin and the Chipmunks. I would have had SpongeBob and SpongeBob came through in Miami. And uh, <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds fun to say. Yeah, SpongeBob came through in Miami. 
Incredible Hulk came through in Cleveland. Uh, would you uh, would you ever invite a audience member from the crowd to come up on stage with you to ba- to ballerina dance for some reason? No. <laughs> I like to have professionals, really. <laughs> but I appreciate your ambition, and I hope you can respect my forwardness. <laughs> Hannibal, you said you knew a lot about rap music. Brent, we've established that you know the words to one or two songs. Uh, but what we're going to do is, Hannibal, we're going to give you cards with the titles of uh-huh. some rap songs. And your job is to get Brent to guess the title of the song. Okay. The catch is that you can't use any of the words in the title. All right. Uh, or mention the artist. Or the l- no lyrics, though, right? You can describe the plot of the song. You can hum it. You can uh, use any of the lyrics as long as they are not in the title of oh, the song. Right. And if you break any of those rules, you will hear this. Yeah. Yes. Negativity. <laughs> Haters. People trying to hate. That's the hate That's of right. us. That's right. <laughs> You've got two minutes to get okay. as many as you can. And oh. remember, if you get enough right, you will both win and ask me another prize. Hand right. Brent, are you ready? As ready as I'm going to be. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Your time starts now. Uh, she's not looking for a broke N-word. <laughs> um, Kanye West featuring Jamie Foxx, Gold Digger. Uh... <laughs> Apologies, apologies and, and sadness and apologies and singing and weird video with a dog in it. Oh uh, Atlanta. Miss Jackson by Outcast. Yes, sir. <laughs> your top, one of your top karaoke songs. Uh, Empire State of Mind. Yes, sir. The <laughs> uh, round got a triple double. Uh, <laughs> it was a good day, Ice Cube. Yeah. This man, this man has, has weird hair and is forever associated with uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, white lady save, saving black students. Uh, uh, Coolio, Gates to Paradise. Yeah. <laughs> this guy, uh, he, sent, he sent people to get cheesecake at, uh, at uh, Junior's and his, his friend died and it's about him. Um, and he had shiny suits, and he had shiny suits, and Sean John, uh, and it's a, it's a sad song. Uh, I'll be missing you? Yeah! <laughs> uh, this guy is a big dude. Uh, he is about him trying to get, it's an older song. He sings horribly. He's trying to get this girl uh, it's into a relationship, but it's, she's telling him that it's Whoa, platonic. Whoa, this Marquis, uh... You say he's just a friend. Yeah! <laughs> okay, uh, time. Time. That was incredible. <laughs> you guys are both winning Yay! prizes. Woo! Hannibal, for being such a great sport. Brent, for guessing so well. Uh, you're both going to receive Ask Me Another Rubik's Cubes. And one more time for an amazing VIP, Hannibal Burris. Thanks, Al. (laughs) 
Have you ever met a girl that you tried to date? But a year to make love, she wanted you to wait. Let me tell you the story of my situation. I was talking to this girl from the U.S. nation. The way that I met her was on tour at a concert. She had long hair and a short miniskirt. I just got off stage dripping, pouring with sweat. I was walking through the crowd, and guess who I met? Well, whispered in her ear, come to the picture booth so I can ask you some questions, see if you're 100 proof. I asked her name. She said, blah, blah, blah. She had nine, ten pants and a very big bra. I took a couple of flicks, and she was enthused. I said, how'd you like the show? She said, I was very amused. I started throwing bass. She started throwing back mid-range. When I sprung the question, she acted kind of strange. And when I asked, do you have a man? She tried to pretend. She said, no, I don't. I only have a friend. Come on. I'm not even going for it. This is what I sing. You, you got what I need. You say he's just a friend You say he's just a friend Oh baby, you You got what I need You say he's just a friend You say he's just a friend Jonathan Colton we are ready to crown this week's grand champion. Let's bring back from Jingle All the Way, Danielle Sherman. From Shack to the Future, Rebecca Rindler. From We Are the Champions, Emily Skrezik. And from Fruity Films, Esther Bloom. Our puzzle guru, Mary Tobler, will crown our winner. All right, this final round is titled The Internets. In this game, every answer will be a word or phrase with the letters N-E-T in it, in consecutive order somewhere. For example, if I said, it's the steel blade sometimes attached to the end of a rifle, you'd answer bayonet. We're playing this spelling bee style, so one wrong answer and you're out. You'll only have a few seconds to give us an answer. Last person standing is our Ask Me Another grand prize winner. Remember, the letters N-E-T will appear in consecutive order, and here's a hint, the letters may span across words. Are we ready? First up, Danielle. A stinging insect with nests that you should avoid stirring up. Hornet? Correct. Rebecca, NBC, Fox, and HBO are all examples of television what? Networks. That's right. Emily, a scientific field that deals with topics like heredity and cloning. Genetics. Nice work. Esther, featuring the heads of various executive branch departments, it's the president's top group of advisors. Cabinet. That's right. Danielle. One of the founders of Impressionism, this French painter is perhaps best known for his water lilies. Met Monet. Correct. Oh, no. <laughs> Rebecca, popular arboreal shape and scent for car fresheners. Uh, nettles. I'm sorry, that's not what we're looking for. Emily, can you answer it? Popular arboreal shape and scent for car fresheners. I want to say peppermint, but I know it's not right. No, we're looking for something with N-E-T. Esther. Pine tree. Pine tree is correct. That means Rebecca and Emily, I'm sorry, but you're out. Thank you so much, both of you. (laughs) 
So we're down to the final two, Danielle and Esther. Next up, Danielle. She was the first female attorney general in U.S. history. Um, I, my mind is completely blank right now. <laughs> Esther, can you answer this for the win? She was the first female attorney general in U.S. history. Janet Reno. That's correct. Thank you, Danielle. Congratulations, Esther. Esther, you are our big Ask Me Another winner. And for your grand prize, our VIP Hannibal has agreed to take you with him to an NBA game. Oh, yeah. Plus, you get an autographed copy of his comedy special, Animal Furnace, and tickets to his comedy show in Brooklyn. Enjoy. And thank you so much to Hannibal Burris. That is our show. Thanks for listening. If you would like to come to a live taping of Ask Me Another at the Bell House in Brooklyn, just go to amatickets.org, and you can be a puzzle player anytime, anyplace by downloading our podcast from iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn. Ask Me Another's puzzle guru is Mary Tobler. Hey! My name anagrams to later, my bro. Our house musician is Jonathan Colton. Now jolt a cannon. Our puzzle editor is Art Chung, with additional puzzle writing by Kyle Beakley, Scott Braswell, Josiah Madigan, Brock Mahan, and Jim Newman. Ask Me Others produced by Jesse Baker, Josh Rogeson, John Asante, Eleanor Kagan, and our intern, Annabel Bacon, along with Portia Robertson-Migas and Eric Newsom. We are recorded by Valve Tone Recordings and David Hurtkin. We'd like to thank our home in Brooklyn, New York, The Bell House. Hot Hill Blues. And our production partner, WNYC. I'm her right begonias. Ophira Eisenberg. And this was Ask Me Another from NPR. Next time on Ask Me Another, songstress Nellie Mackay lends her voice to a musical round, a slight tweaking of a Paul Simon classic. Hop on the bus, Gus. You don't need to discuss much. Just drop off the keys, Siri, and get yourself free. Join me, Ophira Eisenberg, for NPR's hour of puzzles, word games, and trivia. Game on. you're still here very cool thanks for listening to ask me another and you know imagine this imagine you could call up a friend and say do you want to meet me at a bar and tell me what's going on with the economy and now imagine that's a great and super fun conversation now just stop imagining everything and subscribe to the planet money podcast it's fantastic and you can find planet money on itunes along with all kinds of other great npr podcasts